Hello and welcome to another episode of Full Court Finance here at Zacks. I'm your host, Ben Rains. And today we're taking a look at three growth heavy tech stocks that are not in the Magnificent Seven to consider buying right now. And those three stocks are Cadence Design Systems, Arista Networks, and Shopify. But before we get into everything, remember to subscribe and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcast and make sure to check out our zax.com slash promo page for a look in some of our services, portfolios, and more. All right, so before we jump into these three growth tech stocks consider buying ahead of their upcoming earnings, I just want to do a quick market overview to give a sense of where we are at, and then maybe just, yeah, broader context for why we might be looking at these three stocks. So Wall Street made it through a rather decent chunk of fourth quarter earnings season so far, uh, including six of the seven magnificent seven tech stocks uh, without running into too many major bearish obstacles. The latest Zacks data for the Magnificent Seven earnings calls for 20% growth in 2024 and then another 14% growth in 2025 on top of an expected growth of 24% in 2023. So really impressive growth, uh, which is a great sign for this group of stocks considering they have such huge sway over the market. And then the broader earnings outlooks also improving. So if we look at Q4 expected earnings results for the S&P 500 as a whole. We're calling for about 4.9% earnings growth, uh, which is actually up from uh, a month ago uh, in January, we were calling. So essentially right when earnings season was starting, we were calling for essentially flat earnings in in Q4 2023. So we're all the way now up to 5% growth, which is a really strong sign to see earnings trending in the right direction as we're going through earnings season. And then overall, looking ahead to 2024, we're calling for 11.2% earnings growth for the S&P 500 and then 12.7% growth in 2025. So obviously, these uh, estimates could continue coming down, but so far, uh, we've not seen anything to make it seem like there's going to be some massive recession on the horizon. Obviously, things can change. But uh, the market's telling us right now that they're not too worried about anything uh, in the very near term. So the S&P 500, speaking of, is nearing 5,000 for the first time. Uh, in the near term, focus is going to shift, obviously, to January inflation data and then the big retail companies, so Walmart and Target. So obviously seeing once we get past those, if if those results and guidance stay good, then it seems like it could be relatively easy bullish sailing. Uh, that said, though, the S&P 500 is trading far above its 21-day and 21-week moving averages at the moment. So as I'm recording this Thursday afternoon, we've kind of mixed. But at, at some point in the near term, uh, the market will pull back to these key moving averages. That's just how it happens. So I'm looking at a chart of the S&P 500 right now. And we're way above the 21-week moving average, and we're now at some of the most overbought RSI levels over a 10-year time frame in the last several years. So there will be a pullback at some point. But with that said, uh, the bulls might quickly buy back in on the dips as they have recently. Uh, given the fact that earnings outlook is improving and interest rates are set to be cut at some point in 2024. And then obviously, longer term investors should remain focused on those dips. And if you're going to be in the market for a long time, take advantage of those pullbacks. Uh, and specifically of the three stocks we're talking about today, some of them might be a little overheated in the near term, and maybe earnings will be a chance for them to surge up to even newer highs. Or 
maybe fade back and then you can buy them on the dip. But there's no there's no point in really trying to time anything if you're going to be in the market, say, 5, 10, 20 years. These are three really strong tech stocks that are certainly worth considering. So the first one we're going to look at today is Arista Networks, which trades in the ticker A. N-E-T. And they're set to report their Q4 2023 results on Monday, February 12th. So the company is a networking infrastructure provider with solutions that range from IP storage and big data to AI networking beyond. It's a leader in the, quote, data-driven client-to-cloud networking for large data centers, campuses, and routing environments. So the company has over 8,000 cloud customers worldwide, including some big names such as Microsoft in Meta, and obviously Arista's offerings are pretty cutting edge and critical when two of the biggest tech companies in the world are its are huge customers. So that's a really positive sign. The company is projected to grow its sales by 34% in 2023, and then another 12% in 2024, to climb from about 4.4 billion in 2022 all the way up to 6.5 billion in 2024. This expected top-line growth follows roughly 23% average revenue expansion over the last five years, and the networking infrastructure firms adjust earnings are projected to soar 43% this year, and then another, so 2023, I should say, and then another 10% higher in 2024. The company's boosted bottom-line guidance uh, helps it land a Zach's rank number one strong buy right now. And it's extended its impressive streak of upwards earnings revisions over the extended period of time. And the company has, excuse me, also topped our earnings per share estimates by an average of 12% in the trailing four quarters. And then in terms of its stock price performance, it's pretty impressive. So this the stock's up roughly 1,900% during the last 10 years versus the Zach's tech sector, which is up 275%. This outperformance includes a 100% surge in the past 12 months, and as I'm recording this on Thursday afternoon, it had hit new highs. So all heading in the right direction. The stock, though, like I mentioned with the broader S&P 500, is trading solidly above its 21-day moving average, and it's at some relatively overheated RSI levels. So it, it will pull back to, say, the 21-day or 50-day at some point. It just depends on if you want to wait for those to happen or just kind of ride out the the possible pullback in the near term. And as I said, as with the, the broader market as well, it's it's well above its uh, 21 week moving average as well. So we could see just pullbacks in the near term as we've got off to such a strong start to 2024, which also included a really strong run at the end of 2023 as well. So it might be a bit overheated. And then on the valuation side, uh, the company trades at a nearly 60% discount to its decade long highs. And it's certainly not what anyone would consider cheap. It's trading at 41.2 times forward 12-month earnings. But that's actually 40% below its five-year highs and only 32% above its five-year median, even though it's trading at new all-time highs in terms of its stock price. And then if we look at its peg ratio, which factors in its longer-term earnings growth outlook, it's sitting at 2.1, which is actually right near almost right directly in line with the broader Zach's tech sector, even though the stock has crushed it over the last year and the last 10 years. So Arista Networks is certainly a stock worth considering. It has also a really impressive balance sheet and Wall Street's pretty high on the stock with 13 of the 21 brokerage recommendations that we have coming in at strong buys next to no sells at all. Now, the next stock up we're going to look at today is Cadence Design Systems, which trades in the ticker CDNS. 
And the company is also set to report its fourth quarter 2023 results on Monday, February 12th. So Cadence Design Systems tagline is to unleash your imagination and turn great ideas into reality. So the company's business is modeling and computational software. So it essentially helps companies design their semiconductors and other various high-tech offerings. So it's a leader in the electronic systems design uh, with its intelligent design strategy, helping deliver software, hardware, and IP that, as I said, turns design concepts into reality. Its offerings help the creation of kind of the backbone of the modern economy, which, as I said, is semiconductors, as well as complete systems for hyperscale computing, 5G communications, automotive, mobile, aerospace, uh, and on and on and on. So the company boasts NVIDIA as a key customer because the GPU giant loves its simulation capabilities. Cadence is one of two major players in this key realm of the semiconductor space. And it really, as all these, as I said, all of these semiconductor companies need to use its offerings to help actually bring their designs to life. And its offerings might become even more important as NVIDIA and everyone else race to design ever more complex and microscopic chips in that sub five nanometer world. And its growth is poised to keep going as chip firms are racing to that AI space as well. So Cadence could also be considered kind of an AI play in the in the broader scope of this race to invest in everything artificial intelligence. In terms of its growth outlook, we're calling for 15% revenue growth in 2023 and then another 11% growth in 2024. And then on the bottom line, we're calling for 20% growth in 2023 and another 14% growth next year. And then in terms of that revenue growth, as I said, we're calling for uh, 15% growth in 2023 and 12% or 11% growth next year. This would come on top of 20% growth last year, 11% growth the year before that, 15% growth before that. So just an impressive double-digit uh, churn higher for the sales growth for Cadence. And then in terms of its earnings revisions, they've continued to trend in the right direction over the last several years. And its outlook for 2025 has also really improved over the last year as well. And some of its most accurate es estimates, which are its most recent estimates, are coming in solidly above consensus, especially for Q4 and then Q1 of 2024. So that's always a good sign. And these positive revisions trends help it land a Zach's rank number two buy right now. And then in terms of its stock price performance, the stock's up nearly 2,000% over the last 10 years versus tech, which is up about 280%. And then in the last five years, is up 500% to also blow by tech, which is up 135%. And it's also up 65% in the past 12 months. So just been on a really prolific run. And it hit new highs as well on Thursday as I'm recording. So like with Arista in the wider market, it is a little overheated when we look at RSI levels. And it's solidly above its 21-day and 21-week moving averages. So there will be a pullback at some point. That's just how healthy markets function. So if you want to wait for these to possibly pull back after earnings, or maybe a little bit after that, it's certainly worth considering. But if you're a longer-term investor, you don't want to try to time things too precisely, because then you can kind of miss out on these big runs to new highs as they just continue to go higher and higher and higher over the last decade. Uh, the stock is trading at a what no one would call cheap. It's trading at 64 times forward earnings, which is actually a 12% discount to its own highs. And it's trading way above tech, at which trades at 26 times forward earnings and 25% above its own five-year median. But then if we look at the pay ratio, which factors in, as I said, that longer-term earnings growth outlook, that 3.6 right now, 
which is a 40% discount to its highs and only 10% above its median. Obviously, valuation could be a little too rich for many people, but Wall Street's been paying up for the stock for a very long time based on that long-term steady growth outlook in a really key, impossible to replicate area of the tech sector. Uh, and as we've said recently, it's destroyed the market and tech uh, over the last year and the last decade. So it's certainly worth considering paying up for that stock. Uh, and it might continue to, as, it, as I said, it's the key supplier to the backbone of the modern economy, which are semiconductors. And overall, nine of the 11 brokerage recommendations that we have for Cadence are sitting at a strong buy next to no sells at all. So the last stock up on the list today is Shopify, which is uh, far different than the other two tech stocks we looked at. But the company's also set to release its fourth quarter earnings early next week. But this is actually set to release its results on Tuesday, February 13th. So the company provides I'm sure a lot of people have heard of Shopify, but it's always nice to use their own language because that gives a sense of really what they do. They, they're they called what they dub the essential internet infrastructure for commerce. So the firm essentially helps companies with everything from site design and maintenance to sales to marketing to payments to shipping and more. Uh, they make money from reoccurring subscription fees and then various add-ons. Shopify was one of, at the, kind of the forefront of e-commerce revolution. It was growing its revenue by an average of 65% between 2017 and 2021. As companies, businesses, entrepreneurs, and really everyone raced to get on the e-commerce bandwagon, the days of 60% growth are over, uh, which makes sense considering that those are unsustainable as you start it, inching closer and closer toward $10 billion a year. And obviously, customer acquisition slow as the market becomes more saturated. That said, they've made up for some of that slowing expansion by raising their prices in 2023 for the first time in actually over a decade. And Shopify sales climbed uh, 21% in 2022. So it's already experienced that slowdown. Wall Street's seen that slowdown to 20% growth. Uh, and it already got dinged heavily in terms of its price performance for that for that lack of growth as well, which we'll get to in a bit. Uh and it's projected to post 25% higher revenue in 2023 and then post another 20% growth in 2024 to get up to about $8.3 billion in sales. So as is the case with Amazon and tons of other tech companies, they're now also committed to boosting the bottom line, becoming more efficient. The company's adjusted earnings are projected to climb from $0.04 cents per share last year all the way up to $0.70 cents per share in 2023 and then climb another 50% in 2024 and its positive earnings revisions have continued over the last year plus and look good for 2025 as well and they help it grab a zacks ranked number one strong buy and the company has crushed our bottom line estimates over the last three quarters and beat by 60 percent in q3 beat by 130 percent in q2 and then 125 percent in q1 in terms of its price performance, the stock is up about 230% off its October 2022 lows, including a 75% run in the last year. Uh, despite that huge comeback, unlike a lot of these stocks, it's still 50% below its all-time highs, roughly. And its 2022 stock split has it trading at around $90 per share, so that might be attractive for a ton of investors who don't necessarily want to buy stocks that are trading for huge sums of money on their of just their per share value. And it actually, like all these stocks as well, though, it's trading 
at a, a really bullish clip at the moment. It touched new 52-week highs on Thursday as I'm recording this. But every all the other stocks hit new all-time highs. But Shopify, as I said, is still trading 50% below its all-time highs. And we should note that the company is somewhat overheated, not as overheated as all of the others on a longer-term time frame. But the stock finally jumped back above its 200-week moving average for the first time in a really long time since it started tumbling at the end of 2021. So that's a really positive sign. It's back above that 50-week moving average as well. So trending in the right direction and still a, f a really long way to go before it reaches its all-time highs again. Its valuation levels, like all these stocks, are really sky high, even higher than the other ones we talked about. Uh, but it's finally focused on profits, which is a good sign of the long run. And its balance sheet's really impressive. It has about $5 billion in cash and equivalents. 10.5 billion in total assets versus just 100 or 852 million in current liabilities and 2.2 billion in total long-term liabilities. So it's certainly worth considering Shopify at the moment heading in to its results, uh, as it is with all of the stocks we talked about today. And as I said, though, the market and a lot of these stocks are a bit overheated, so we could certainly see a pullback in either right after earnings or shortly after earnings if they run even higher. Uh, but if you're a longer-term investor, keep these on your watch list and possibly buy up the dip after you buy it or wait for the next dip to consider buying these three stocks. So that does it for this episode of Full Court Finance. Until next time, I'm your host, Ben Rains. And remember, if you have any questions, please feel free to shoot us an email over our podcast at zax.com. This material is being provided for informational purposes only, and nothing herein constitutes investment, legal, accounting, or tax advice, or a recommendation to buy, sell, or hold a security. Do not act or rely upon the information and advice given in this podcast without seeking the services of competent and professional legal, tax, or accounting counsel. Publication and distribution of this podcast is not intended to create, and the information contained herein does not constitute an attorney-client relationship. No recommendation or advice is being given as to whether any investment or strategy is suitable for a particular investor. It should not be assumed that any investments in securities, companies, sectors, or markets identified and described were or will be profitable. All information is current as of the date herein and is subject to change without notice. Any views or opinions expressed may not reflect those of Zach's investment research as a whole.